Welcome in, welcome in. Yours truly, Sly King, back with you for another episode of Sly King Unleashed. And I have to honestly say I have had to take some time to always check as to what day of the week it is. Like I've had to look at my phone from various Zoom meetings and conference calls and things, trying to keep up with what day of the week it is because they seem like they're all running together. It's like Groundhog Day, right? Just the same day almost over and over again. But I know many of us are in a very challenging place right now for many, many different reasons. And I want to jump right on to get into some conversations about some things that I've been thinking about as it relates to where we are, where we potentially may be going, um, and some things that I've just kind of been in a process of kind of just breaking down as it relates to how we all are affected in some shape, form, or fashion by what we're dealing with right now as it relates to the coronavirus. So for all of you that are new to the podcast, Thank you for joining me. I really appreciate that. You can always hit me up on social media. Do that at I am Sly King, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, but back once again for another episode and inside of season two. And I have to say, and I said this on the other podcast, I had no idea. I don't think anybody knew we would be in this position right now in 2020 on the verge of dealing with the coronavirus and where we are financially, economically, as a nation, how many people are being affected, so many people having to deal with the challenges of how you're going to work. Kids really are out of school now, and pretty much a lot of schools and places um, are not resuming school for the rest of the year. They're doing virtual learning, so many things. And, you know, I'm thinking about this stuff and I'm saying, okay, so what can we do? Because as we move forward, this is going to change so many things for a long period of time, if not forever. How we've normally done jobs, how we normally have done a lot of stuff is going to have a long-term effect, in my opinion, as we move forward. Many of us, and if you have a job that has allowed you to be able to work from home, that's a great benefit. That's something that you can do. Uh, it's something that you may have been able to do prior to being in this position. There are a lot of you who now your job has had to scramble, find a way to make it happen and create ways for you to be able to get your job done at home, which what does that look like going forward? Well, I really feel like for that, we are going to be in a position where there's going to be more telework jobs and things being done away from the office than ever before. I think that's just going to change how we do our normal day to day jobs every single day going forward. Many people were wondering, will I ever be able to work from home? Will my job allow that to happen? Well, jobs have had to make those transitions and a lot of tough decisions being made at this point, too. Many jobs are being shut down due to being fearful that they are a position in a place that can cause this virus to be able to spread faster, whether you are a barber, nail salon, you know, all these different areas of work that many people do, and that's their day-to-day -day livelihood, and that's the only way you are able to make income. That's a big change. And, and so what does that look like going forward? What does that mean for all of us as we move past this position? You know, my thought, my prayer, honestly, is that we all adhere to what we are being asked to do, no matter where you are. There are rules and things being put in place to keep us where we're able to flatten this curve. And I know we haven't really, honestly, and a lot of things uh, that I've seen have really hit the peak, but we have to do the parts 
that are being asked of us to play as it relates to social distancing and doing those things. And I know I get it. You know, it's not convenient. You know, many of you, you have your kids at home and that can be challenging, right? You're trying to work, trying to get your job done, do what you have to do. Your kids are at home. You want to make sure they're still learning, being active. You know, God, for all the kids that are seniors, you know, I can only imagine what that feels like to be a senior, to not really be able to have a true graduation at this point. That may change, but as of right now today, it doesn't seem like there will be an actual graduation in the in the way we have known it, right? Where you go to a big graduation, everybody's there, all those kinds of things that go along with it, what me, you, many of us experienced, that may not be what happens. And I can only imagine what that feels like. Then it makes me think about the educational system where many schools don't have access to the digital technology that they should. You know, the educational system in a lot of places, if you look at it from a big global picture, right, and you take one state and you say, okay, well, here where we here here is where we are and here here is where we uh, look as a whole compared to certain schools, certain places and certain areas that have access to information and things compared to others. Some places have access to things in a far greater way because they have better uh, funding to their school district. Although there are schools that do not have that same level of funding, which in the grand scheme of really pulling back the layers, property taxes play a big part in a lot of schools getting access to funding, which goes to help those school systems. Everybody doesn't have that same luxury. And so there's a lot of things I, I can get into as it relates to, you know, things that could be done to help the educational system economically. And I think this is shedding a big light on some places not having everything in place that they need so their students can be as successful as possible. Not for a good, uh, you know, a, a good group of people, but I'm talking about for the collective entire body of people. When you refer to an entire state, I'm not talking about just a school district, uh, certain counties. I'm referring to every school system having the same accessible uh, information they need to learn in a digital space uh, because that's where we are. You know, right now where we are today, looking at the end of the year, many kids are going to have to do learning from a virtual space. And they are now trying to figure out how can we make that happen? How can we make it effective so your kids can still learn? But let's look at it from a personal perspective. Let's look at it from the work that you do, the job that you have. Have you began to start thinking about ways you can still grow you, your brand, whatever it may be, and begin to start building these things so you can become an owner and you can become a person that has the ability to create your own uh, business, your create, create your own opportunities instead of it being something you're depending on someone else to do for you. Uh, because there's a lot of things that are going to be changing, I believe, going forward because of how this is going to affect Every single thing you think about the businesses now that depend on weekly and, and monthly income in places that normally have thriving business that are having to shut down and people who are affected by that and people who are not able to work right now because they don't have a job. There's not a job available for them. There's not work for them to do. And, and we understand that. You know, I saw something on social media. Um, actually, I saw it today and I saw this comment about. And I'll speak for my state, state of Alabama, where I am. And they were talking about 
well, you know, you're shutting down pretty much all the businesses. There's not many people here that have died, quote unquote, uh, and you're really affecting the entire state, how the state is functioning. Why would you make a decision like that to shut down non-essential businesses? Why would you do this? And to be honest with you, there's no perfect answer to this problem. It's not a perfect answer. There are answers that you hope from a leadership perspective are right answers that can help flatten this curve. And that's the goal, right? The goal is to help flatten the curve. And you say, okay, so what's the best decision? And on the other side of that, you're dealing with, okay, well, it's going to affect us some shape, form or fashion economically, but do we take the risk and allow these things to steep, you know, to stay in, in action and function, but at risk of the challenge where we could possibly spread this even greater than where we are today. And so you got to think about all those parameters, all those dynamics, because those things are what are at the foot of the people who are making these decisions. And quite honestly, that's a tough place to be. I know all of us have an opinion. We have an opinion. Well, if I was doing this, I'd do that. If I was this, I would do that. It's a very tough place to be. And when you're having to listen to sound advice and sound, I would say professional insight from the professional doctors and the people in the health industry. And then you also have to look at it from a business perspective because you're trying to help and make smart decisions that help the global aspect of what you're trying to keep going, which is your economy and the functional aspect of business in your state, wherever you may be. So it's a tough place to be in, a place I really wouldn't want to be in for making decisions because we all have an opinion. We all have a thought. We all have a way we feel like this can uh, turn out and needs to be done this way. But I will tell you, as I've mentioned to many people before and going back to the conversation about the changes and well, why this will change things going forward for the future is because how we have done things will always be different now based upon what we have learned out of this. See, everything that you go through, every experience you have, everything that takes place in life is an opportunity for you to learn something. All of us are learning something right now, whether you are a business owner, you are an employee, uh, you are a person in leadership, you are in any capacity of anything you do. Right now, you're learning a lot. You're learning how to be more creative. You're learning how to find ways to innovate, still be functional, to reach your people, to still have some form of economic impact and make money. You're trying to come up with ways that you can still be effective and to reach the people you're wanting to reach. Churches have had to change how they do things. If your church has never done streaming before and have never experienced what online uh, ministry and church is all about, you're finding that out for the first time. You're finding that this is an important investment. You may have thought it wasn't important before. Now you're finding out that it's a necessity. It's something you need to have. So everybody is learning something. Everybody. And at the end of it, I do believe we will find out and we will grow and become better from it because we will understand that some of the things we did not think were as important. Some of the things we did not feel needed to be done or were things we could do later or not something we wanted to focus on right now. We felt that that was not as important. We're finding out it's very important. You know, I felt like working from home for any business is an opportunity for people to be more productive and it's something that can be effectively done. And many people have said their job told them for years we could never work from home. You cannot do it. It's not possible. All these kinds of things. And all of a sudden they found a way to make it work. 
And I believe that that's going to change how we have approached not being able to come to work because of maybe a health issue with a child or maybe you have a slight cold. Maybe you have that. You really cannot come in. I really feel like businesses going forward, if you do have a cold, if you're sick, they're going to say, hey, just don't come in. Don't come in. Work at home. I think that's going to be the new norm. And which is okay because they've invested the money to make sure you have access to do the things you can do from a distance so you still can get the job done. And to be honest with you, technology has given us a chance to still stay connected. You can stay connected with your job. You can still have business meetings. You can still do the things you need to do. Many of us, you know, I can, fa I can, well, I don't know how many people still fax, but I can scan, I can, you know, copy, print. I can do all this stuff at home. I can scan a document, email it over to someone that I've signed. I can do all those things from home and still function and be productive in that space that I'm in. Now I know a lot of areas and we're talking about schools, for example, that many students, depending on where they live, don't have adequate internet access. And that's something I think that needs to be addressed because it's important for our children to have access to continue to learn. But from the most part, we can still function and do almost 99% of the work we did at, at, on our job on site, we can do from home. We can do it, we can be effective, functional, we can do the job that needs to be done. And to be honest with you, for me, it's always been a chance for me to be more productive at home because I can really focus in a greater way on what I'm doing. I can really hone into focusing on that and really lean into those kinds of things I have to do and not worrying about somebody coming in my office or somebody asking me to do this outside of what I normally do. And I can really dig into, you know, the work that I have to get done. And, and so I find it to be very efficient and very productive. And, you know, and I know a lot of people whose job changed across the board, even prior to this it gave them the opportunity that they can work remotely and it's turned out to be a great thing for them. But I do believe that things will be different as we move forward. And what are you doing now with the time you have? What are you doing? What investments are you making in yourself professionally? What are you doing to find a way to expand what you do and find a way to make it where it's something that's even greater than what it was and stepping outside of the box? So often we've been boxed in on what we do, right? We just say, this is what I do. That's all I do. But we still have dreams and aspirations to do things. But now you should have an opportunity to be as creative as possible to think about those things and find out and say, you know what? What is it that I can do that can be beneficial for myself? And I've always said this. It's about finding a way to meet a need. How can you meet a need? What is something that you can do that you can do to meet a need? You're finding now businesses have found more creative ways to provide you services, free delivery. I mean, you know, the curbside service, the things they're doing to make sure that you still get what you want. They're still able to be functional and do what they need to do. And so, again, it's making a step outside of our normal box of thinking and be creative. And so I challenge you to use this time to think about things that you do, whatever it may be professionally, and find out how can you take it to the next step and how can you build a brand and a business and grow that around what it is that you do and make it where it's val valuable as we move forward. Because honestly, none of us can predict what's going to happen a couple of months from now. Our hope, our prayer is that we're going to see the decline. We're going to see things begin to flatten out. And hopefully we begin to see these cases begin to start slowly dwindling and showing up from results from tests. I understand from talking with certain people that 
you know, where we are now because the numbers continue to rise is because they're backlogged on getting the test done and getting results. And so those numbers rising continually because they have those backlog of test results that are coming in. And so people are learning out now, okay, hey, well, this is how many we have. This is the number of people that have still been, you know, in the position of being tested. We're still waiting on results. But when we begin to move on and see where this thing begins to flatten out, I pray that things move quickly where we're able to get back to functioning. But I also feel like we have to be very careful. And that's the challenge that I think leadership has. I think this challenge that many people in these decision making places have is don't move too quickly, because if we do, then we may recycle this entire thing again. And we don't need that. We don't want that. We don't need that. I mean, on on record uh, to this date, the largest stimulus package ever is being positioned and somebody mentioned that it's not really a stimulus package and it was more so about you know a a boost package if you will to to help everyone because that's exactly what it really is and it's an economic boost package to really and truly help everyone in a position to uh, be financially able to do what they need to do and to be able to function and survive uh, because all of us again are affected and if you can help somebody do that. If you're able to be a blessing to somebody, help them. You never know who you can bless. You never know who is in need right now that just needs you to either A, go get something for them, or maybe when you go pick up something, buy them something too. Not because you're hoarding something, but you want to buy something and say, you know what? I'm going to bless my neighbor. I'm going to bless this person. I'm going to bless this person, you know, because that's what we should be able to do and work out ways to help one another during times like this. This is the greatest opportunity for you, for me, to be the people to create change and help. And we really look at all this from a big picture. The political stance at this point really doesn't matter. It's not about whether you are Republican, Democrat, or whether you're an independent, whatever. Right now, the biggest concern for every single person is that we get back to being a country that can function normally, that our lives go back to being what we were considered to be normal, all these things. That's what all of us want. But I don't think we need to lose sight of what's valuable about this time right now. For many of us, a time that we haven't been able to utilize is where we're able to really now function and, and be able to spend time with our families and invest this time in our children and do the things that we may have wanted to do prior to this situation. But because of we're being on the go of our schedules back and forth, back and forth, we haven't been able to do it. But now is a chance that you can invest this time and use it wisely. So don't take this time for granted. Make the most of it. Make the most of this time. Don't sit back and say, I'm bored. I have nothing to do. There's things you can do. Maybe there are things you've been wanting to do as it relates to your business. It relates to you personally, as it relates to you overall. You know, I said this and I meant it too. And it was just kind of a funny thing I thought about. Uh, but don't create yourself a position of getting the Corona 15 where you're just eating just because you want to eat, right? Let's continue to be active. If you've been active, if you haven't been, get outside, be be able to be uh, functional and do some things to help yourself health-wise. That's important. So this is a great opportunity to find those things you need to invest in. And a lot of it really boils down to you investing in yourself. There's a lot of things you haven't read. There's a lot of things you haven't taken the time to do, but you have the time to do it now. You know, because of many of us are being asked to stay home and shelter in place and you know the social distancing but that doesn't mean you cannot take this time to find out how you can become better 
And because you may never get time like this again, and, and prayerfully, we don't have to be forced to get time like this, but many of us have never had time to just do these things and get them done because we are being, in a, in a sense, forced to stay where we are. So take the most opportunities you can to do these things, love on the people you know, love on them, let them know you care about them, check on people, man. There's so many people right now who are in a position where they they don't have anybody because people are not able to come around them or they don't have anyone in their life and they are really in a position that depression and things can set in. And so check on those people, give them a call, reach out to them. Uh, that's important to do that, okay? So let's not lose sight of what we can do and the positive things we can do during where this time that we're in to help people that are around us, all right? So reach out to me, hit me up via social media. You have something you want me to talk about, questions, you know, let's, let's do that. Make sure that you're following me uh, Twitter at I am Sly King, Instagram at I am Sly King as well. Get at me. I'd love to hear back from you. And of course, I'll be back with you too, you know, very soon. We'll be back. We'll talk again soon. It'll be coming up before you know it. All right. So until next time, it's Sly saying I'm out. Peace.